Hi, it's me, Melissa. I'm back. Welcome to another episode where I'm spilling my feelings everywhere. If you're new here, I would encourage you, I mean, maybe listen to this episode first, but after that, go back to episode one where I do my introduction and you can learn a little bit more about me and why I'm doing this podcast. Also, if you've been listening and you like the podcast, if you listen on an app where you can leave a rating or a review, that would be super helpful and awesome if you could leave a nice review. It actually will help other people find me, I think. I'm not exactly sure how it works. There, I think there's an algorithm type of deal, though. I don't know. But anyway, if you like the podcast, leave a review. If you don't like it, then don't, and I'm not sure why you're listening. (laughs) Okay, so right now I have something on my mind, and this is a thing that's kind of on my mind pretty often, Um, and it has to do with kind of, it's related to the whole friendship fiasco that is my life. Um, Me not being able to create um, deep, lasting relationships, not being able to maintain friendships very well. Um, When I stop and think about it, um, I have my partner who I'm reluctant to say is my best friend because I am kind of of the mindset that like your partner shouldn't be everything to you like they shouldn't be your partner and your best friend because you I feel like you need people outside of your relationships to be your friends too um but my partner honestly like is my best friend like when something happens they're the first person I want to tell sometimes they're the only person I tell certain things about myself Um, I feel closest to them, I feel most comfortable with them, I feel most safe with them. Um, So, but outside of that relationship, I would say um, I have a good relationship with my mom, but she's my mom, she's not my friend, but we have developed a friendship as I've gotten older, you know. Um, But outside of that, my mom and my partner, I have two friends who I really feel like they get me. I can be myself. Um, I can tell them anything and not feel judged. Um, and our friendships don't depend on our frequency of contact, um, or really any of the things that like I feel like neurotypical friendships depend on. Um, I I do have a suspicion that both of these people who are my close friends um, are also neurodiverse in some way. Actually, the one friend of mine, after I discovered that I was autistic, she was like, oh my gosh, and was like looking at some of the info and everything and was like, oh my gosh, I think this all sounds like me too. And I'm like, I know it does. Like, maybe this is why we're friends. I mean, we've always said that's why we were friends is because we have all the same kind of things, but we just didn't know that those things were probably related to autism. So 
Anyway, um, my other friend doesn't live in the same state as me, but we've been friends since sixth grade and she's great. And yeah, maybe that's why she gets me so much, but she's also, we're very much alike in many, many ways. So who knows? Um, like attracts like. So I have heard that oftentimes people who find out they're autistic find out that the people they hold closest to them are also neurodiverse in some way, which makes a lot of sense. You know, like we feel comfortable around each other. Um, it's easier to bond. It's easier to connect and all that jazz. So anyway, um, so this is sort of related to the friendship topic. Um, and what I really want to talk about today is feeling invisible as an autistic person or as someone who is different in general. So I guess this doesn't particularly relate to autism per se, but just for anyone that feels sort of like an outsider, which I've definitely felt that way my whole life. And there have been periods of time throughout my life that I've tried extremely hard to fit in and have even fooled myself into believing that I wanted certain things that I didn't want because they were what I was supposed to want. And um, I'm glad that as I've gotten older, I've really gotten to know myself more and accept more of who I am and kind of realize that you don't always have to follow these social norms or societal expectations and you can do what makes you happy. Um, but feeling invisible or unseen has been a running theme throughout my life. Um, you know, it's something as simple as like, people never seem to remember my name ever. Like I will meet so many people who seem to have no problem remembering other people's names. <laughs> but for me, they either don't remember or they think my name is Michelle. I've been called Michelle more times than I've been called Melissa in my life, I think. Where people are like, oh, hey, Michelle. I'm like, hey, actually, it's Melissa. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. It happens all the time, literally all the time. So I don't know if anyone else has this problem, but it's always kind of bothered me because I'm like, this is a running theme. Like, so at least those people remember me though. Like they may not remember my name <laughs> correctly, but they remember me as a person that they've met me before or whatever. So I guess that's a step up from the people who don't remember me at all and whom I've met several times or been around several times and it's like, I used to tell myself that it was because I used to change my hair a lot. <laughs> and maybe this is um, sort of projecting my own stuff onto other people because I have a hard time recognizing certain people if they change their look. Like, not if they just barely, like if they change a small thing. But like, I used to change my hair a lot. It would be like long and then I would cut it short and then I'd make it different colors and then it would be long again. And so I'm like, well, if I haven't seen a person in a little while and I changed my hair, maybe they really don't think that they've met me before, but I'm not sure if that's it, guys. I don't know. 
I just feel like I'm forgettable. Is that crazy? It's just always been this underlying feeling to me of like, wow, really no one notices me or remembers me. Um, I'm also stuck with, I kind of go back and forth about whether or not I really care about that. Um, I actually wrote a poem. It's not really a poem or as like a couple of lines of prose. It's just like two lines. Um, and it says, the fear of no one noticing you, the fear of everyone noticing you. And that like describes my life to a T. It's like, oh man, like no one notices me, but also, oh man, like if everyone's noticing me, don't like that either. I don't like the attention on me. I don't want people looking at me, watching me, talking to me. Like, but then when people don't notice you, you're also like, oh man, really? Like nobody ever notices me or <laughs> recognizes me or remembers me. So it's like a catch 22. It's like you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I don't know. I'm high maintenance, I guess. Don't know what I want. So, uh, but that's definitely been a thing. Um, I feel like a lot of my friendships, and when I talk about friendships in this episode, this is like people who I guess I consider friends, but they're not my two top level friends who I described in the in the beginning of this episode. These are friends that are like, they're friends. We occasionally do things together, see each other, but I don't really like generally feel important to these people. Um, I've made the mistake many times in the past of getting more attached to people than they are to me. And I feel like now I'm really hesitant to show too much enthusiasm about friendships or where they're going. Um, or even to allow myself to feel too enthusiastic because it always sort of ends in me being disappointed because I'm like, oh, well, I'm not really that important to this person. I was much more excited about this friendship than this person is. And that's, that hurts. And, um, recently I was going through a hard time. This was at the beginning of COVID and a bunch of stuff happened and, and, uh, I was in a crisis mode. I just needed a person to talk to. I couldn't talk to my partner about this particular thing. I'll have to, t I'll have to do an episode on this. Um, I won't get into it, but either way, I needed a friend. I needed someone to talk to. And there is a person in particular who I view as a friend. Like I felt like I could call on her. Um, and I did because I felt like she was the one who would understand the situation the most when I thought of who would be the person to talk to about this thing. It was her. And I texted her and I was like, hey, um, I am really struggling. I'm having such a hard time. I really need someone to talk to about something huge. Like, and I thought of you, is there any way we could like get together? And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm super busy really sorry you're going through something, but I have literally zero time I, for like the next two weeks. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and that just like, talk about 
kicking someone when they're down because I, in that moment I was already feeling so alone and so lost and just like sad and terrible and I was like wow okay um but on the flip side this person recently went through something really hard and called on me and of course I dropped everything and went and was there for her and it's not a contest it's I'm not trying to be like well I'm a better friend but it just shows like the different approaches or mindset to this particular friendship and this has happened to me on on many different levels in many different ways with many different friendships where it's like it becomes apparent in some way shape or form that the friendship is more important to me or the person is more important to me than I am to them and that also makes you feel kind of like invisible and disposable you know or like your friends only call you when they need you or when they need something um which is sad, you know, it's sad. Um, what got me thinking about this today and going off on this tangent in my brain about all of these things is, um, I have a friend who it's her birthday and this has happened a few times over the past few weeks where like someone has a birthday and you're on Instagram. This is where social media can be harmful and damaging to some of us. Um, because there's so many people having birthdays and all of their, literally like 25 people are posting like 15 different pictures like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. Here's a time when we did this together. She's the best person in the world because she did this for me. Here's this. Here's that picture of this one time. Oh my gosh, here's us looking cute and happy and friendly together. And like, you're just going through their story and you're like, oh my God, okay, we get it. You guys are friends. It's their birthday great and then you see like more people posting about this person and more and more and more and then that person you get to the person story whose birthday it is and they've reposted all of the posts the people have posted for them and I'm just like wow this is a lot I don't even think my parents got this excited about my birthday when I was a kid how do you have so many friends that are so excited about your birthday and this one particular um girl who this happened today um, has been out of town for the past week and it was her birthday, I think yesterday, and she got home and two of our other friends who I, two other people who I consider friends are like out. I don't know if it was in front of her house or whatever with like a huge sign and like balloons and stuff that said happy birthday. And I was like, wow. And it's not like I'm not happy for her that she has that. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, wow. Like how special she must feel that so many people are making a big deal of her birthday. But it's just, it's mind-boggling to me. I'm like, this is, is this a thing that just happens for people? I don't understand. Like, who gets this much excitement over their birthday? I don't think anyone even knows my birthday, any of my friends, except my best friend Monica knows my birthday because we've been friends literally, like, most of our lives. My parents know my birthday. Well, my mom does. My dad never remembers my birthday. Um, and my partner knows my birthday. That's it. <laughs> so I, it's, 
and it's the same thing with like I guess I just don't understand like I don't get it because I've never had that maybe where I'm like this is a thing okay uh same thing with like when people are getting married and they're like having a big wedding and they have like six bridesmaids and I'm like how can you think of six people to have in your wedding when I got married which I was married and divorced two times you guys before the age of 30 this is a whole story that's just proves that I did not make good decisions in my younger years not not to say anything negative about the people I married they were both lovely people but we should not have gotten married anyway maybe I'll talk about that sometime um but either way I got married twice I had two weddings the first one was kind of like a weird elopement type of scenario and it was just us there was no people we didn't have a wedding party the second time we did have a small wedding party and it was small because I at the time only had one friend (laughs) she was the only option to be in the wedding if I had to think of more people to have there I wouldn't have been able to I literally had no one else except my mom but who has their mom in their wedding I mean maybe some people do I don't know I don't think that's a common thing though like as a bridesmaid Um, usually have like the mother of the bride thing going on. So I'm like, who are all these people that are having all of these people and their weddings? How do you have that many friends? And I've been friends with people who have gotten married and I've never been asked to be a bridesmaid. This is 100% okay because I very much don't want to be a bridesmaid. I know that for sure about myself. I don't want to do like There's, like, pre-wedding stuff you have to do, I think, if you're a bridesmaid. There's, like, parties and all kinds of stuff. I don't... Yeah, I can live without ever having to do that. But it just goes to show, when I think about it, I'm like, huh, weird. Like, I wonder why the people that I've been friends with, or that I thought I was friends with, have never thought to ask me to be in their wedding as a bridesmaid. Um, I'm glad that they haven't, because I would have to politely decline... (laughs) But, um, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to be done talking about that. That's, it's, you know, these, these seem like petty things on their own, but like when they, when you stack them all up next to each other, it's a lot of different aspects of your life that feel isolating, you know? Um, and I think that a lot of the gestures that signify quote-unquote real friendship have been mostly absent from my life you know all of these activities and gestures that I see other people doing in friendships I don't really have that I've never had that and so it not only is confusing to me that things like this happen but then it's confusing to me as to why it's never happened for me or to me um Another thing is I rarely feel like people really get me, you know, um, not that, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty good at like, when I meet new people, I am, I'm good at the initial, uh, I feel like I give a fir- a good first impression. Um, I'm good at that. I feel like I, I've really, like, honed that skill. I don't know. 
from my perspective, I think I have, who knows what other people think, right? Like I could think I'm totally killing it and maybe I'm not, but either way, I feel like I make a good first impression on people. When I meet someone, I can have good conversation most of the, most of the time. Um, there are some people that I've met where it's really hard to talk to them and it's like weird, awkward, small talk and it's painful and horrible and you would rather like be at a dental appointment than in that moment. But most of the time I can really like find things to talk to people about or strike up a conversation that seems meaningful or not small talky, whatever. Good at that. Past that point, I'm not good. I don't know what to do, where to take it. I think I act uninterested in people. Um, and I kind of, if we're being honest, I kind of am uninterested in most people. I don't, I have a hard time with that. But the plus side of this is, is you know, if you're talking to me past our first conversation and I'm still interested and I'm asking questions of you, I ask questions that I really want to know the answer to, like, I don't just ask questions just to fill the space with noise. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I'm genuine in my communication is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Um, So that's a plus, I think. But I think it can make people feel like... (sighs) I don't know. I don't know how to say this without seeming like, oh. yeah, I'm kind of stuck on this thought. I'm going in kind of a circle in my mind because I'm trying to think of how I really am with people. And I'm like, am I really this way or do I just think I am? And that's another conundrum that I come up against because I'm like, in my mind, I'm acting a certain way. But I have come to discover that outwardly I'm not always perceived as I feel like I am. And my friend, um, I have a friend named Brandon who I have met through this autism discovery journey and he's autistic and he's like, he said this once where he was like, how many times... (laughs) Have I had a social interaction with someone where I felt like I was doing great, but really I like wasn't. I talked this person's, I maybe talked this person's ear off about one of my interests and I couldn't pick up on the cues that they were not interested or that they really wanted to not be standing there with me, but I missed that whole cue and just kept going or whatever. Um, this may be the situation that I'm in with people and when trying to build friendships, I don't know. Um, so either way, I wonder if any of you out there who are autistic or neurodiverse in some way have felt this in the past, you know, the feeling of invisibility, the feeling of like you're not really important to anyone or very many people, feeling left out, feeling confused by the types of relationships you see around you. Um, 
that's a big one for me because I don't, I literally, my brain does not comprehend. I'm like, what even is happening? This is a thing that happens and why? And I need to do a holiday episode because holidays at all are pretty like weird and baffling to me. There are certain things I like about holidays, don't get me wrong, but, um, holidays, it just seems it's arbitrary. It's like, I know we're celebrating something and I know like birthdays are like, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess you should celebrate the day you were born. I feel more like you should be celebrating the mom. Like I feel like on my birthday, it should be about my mom. She gave birth to me. That was much more hard on her than it was on me. I don't even remember it. You know, it just seems weird. Holidays are weird. Maybe when the holidays get close, I'll do an episode on how weird holidays are and why. Anyway, um, I've talked a lot about this. I could go on and on about this topic, actually, because it's just so... There's so many layers to it, but I won't, because I'm trying to keep these episodes short-ish for you guys. And uh, I'm about 25 minutes in now, and I've rambled on and on, and hopefully it was interesting. And I get to the end of these episodes, and I never know. I'm like, well, words came out of my mouth, and I hope people like listening to them. So reach out to me if you have these feelings too. I would really like to hear if other people have felt this throughout their life and struggle with this sometimes too, even though we may not want the things that we see people getting, we wonder still why it is hard for us or why we've never had that. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's enough on that. Thanks for listening, everyone, as usual. And you can reach out to me. I'll put the, uh, my email in the show notes and my Instagram account and all that stuff. So if you ever want to just say hi, uh, I'm here and that's all. And I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye-bye.